Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. But Alistair Nicholson has been good enough to have a chat. Uh, Alistair, welcome to you. Great to have you on the program and thanks for your time. Uh, good day, Dwayne. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. Can you tell me how you found out and what the process is once you find these things out? Did you find out from the AFL uh, website story like most of us? Uh, in this case, yes, I, I did. Um, and then obviously word travels very quickly and um, and then obviously reached out to, to Brett um, just to, to try and understand things a bit more um, and I've sort of touched base with him this morning on that. But yeah, essentially late, late last night. So is that a cautious phone call? Because not all stories uh, that go out there are 100% fact. Do you, do you ring with trepidation saying, hey, I know this story might be out there? Well, yeah, and, and especially you don't obviously chase every story, but um, no. I think that's important. You just build up a relationship before so you can, you can make that call. And what did you discuss with Brett when you spoke to him last night? Uh, no, I spoke to him this morning um, okay. just to check in on his well-being and, and how uh, he's feeling about everything. He, he's obviously disappointed, but, uh, but essentially needs some time just to, to absorb it all. So we will, um, you know, respect that and try and work with him around that. But, um, yeah, as he's made some comments, I think, in a statement around being disappointed about it. And did he explain to you the process that he went through in trying to almost, or not plead, probably the wrong word, but he got an opportunity to present to St Kilda's hierarchy as to why he should keep his job, which is that weird or is that normal? Uh, we didn't go into a lot of detail about that. It was probably just more how he was feeling about the whole thing rather than what had transpired. I think there might be time for that um, in, in the future um, in regard to whether that's normal. Um, look, I, I certainly think every club does this differently. And, um, you know, I think that's where it starts getting into how as an industry do we do we do these things better? Obviously, the club has, you know, con- contractual rights to do certain things and sometimes coaching jobs just don't work out. But um, for me this year, it just brings out another example around... Uh, how we are looking after these coaches who bear so much scrutiny for a club, but then it can end very, very quickly. Well, he was talking to players at the draft combine a week ago. He was doing the scouting and doing the interviewing, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, I think the, the industry is probably a bit shocked at how quickly it's happened. And uh, I think it just shows just... You know, everyone thinks, well, there's no footy on, but th- these guys are invested, you know, 365 days a year in 
how they get the club better, how they improve their culture and, and how they try to strive to what they do. And I, I think it just shows that full commitment at all times and then it can end very quickly, which it, it just shows how volatile and vulnerable coaches are. And I think that's more than 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And, you know, I think there's things that the industry we need to look at around, well, how do we look after these guys and, and girls uh, when when they the exit does come and, and how do we better prepare for that? Because the players nowadays have quite good systems around them with retirement funds and three years of access to players association and things. But coaches and coaching is, is often the end can come quick and it can be brutal um, and then they can be, be lost to the game. So I think we're at the stage now where they are so invested and trying to improve and be at the draft combine. Uh, now, you know, that's finished for Brett. How do we, how do we have a, a profession which is better supported when this happens? And a two-year contract extension isn't really a two-year contract extension either, is it, Alistair? If you are a club in debt, then there's often only, what, a six-month payout coming your way. Yeah, I don't know the exact specifics of for Brett, so that's something that um, we'll talk to him in the future about. But I think more generally, this is a, something that I think the industry needs to, to look at. As you say, um, you know, about half our senior coaches have, you know, six months or less in, in termination clause time. And then when you actually then start looking at development of assistant coaches or the, the rest of the coaching group, you know, about two-thirds of them are, are three months or less. So it, what you then have is, you know, very volatile and vulnerable profession. Um, you have very short, um, a short sort of support or, the, you know, the end can come quick. And so that's something that I just think um, we need to look at more how we can actually, you know, potentially extend some of these things so that um, if and when the inevitable happens, these people are better supported and then they can make good decisions because they've got a little bit more time. Did Brett indicate to you that he got a, a satisfactory explanation from St Kilda as to why? Uh, we've said that we'd probably talk more generally around that next week. Um, so that's something I'll, we can explore more. But I, I think, as he said, there was some disappointment and I think more broadly... It's, a, it's been a bit of a shock. Um, certainly my understanding was he had good support from the player group, So, um, but the club have made that decision and so, you know, we can explore that a bit more at the appropriate time. How do the assistant coaches who were there to work with Brett Ratton feeling now, Alistair? Uh, so we're going around just touching base with them today. Um, look, I think obviously Brendan Lade's um, had moved through to the Western Bulldogs and Lenny Hayes is just starting. So, um, you know, I think there'll be some sim similar shock and surprise at that. And again, that that creates instability for them personally and, and, and that's a group that sometimes gets forgotten about. So we'll be, we'll be working with them and, and making sure that they're comfortable and or at least the club's being clear on where they stand personally um, so that they, they know what their future holds. What do you make of this new trend of bringing someone in to do a review on coaches, Alistair, almost looking over their shoulder in a way? 
Yeah, certainly um, the reviews certainly hold hold a lot of weight. I think I think what's interesting in the reviews is that the coach is often the senior coach is often the one that probably carries the can for the broader football program, and, and because the, the reviews are often on on the football program, and that's where I think it is incredibly tough on senior coaches when. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. There's their own coaching group, there's list management, um, all these things that, you know, you know too well. Um, so I, I just feel that I think reviews are, are probably people trying to get better and, and show members and supporters that the club's striving to improve. So I sort of understand that. But it does seem that you know, the senior coach is the one that carries the can for that. And that's, you know, that's not always as, as simple a solution. Do you think Brett will stay in football? Is there a job for him out there? It seems as if some senior coaches are at least finding very good positions post their sacking or their removal from a club these days. Look, you know, he's a long-term player and a 20-year coach and, and anyone that's met him, you know, understands his energy and passion and, and care. Um, I think he he would need a need a break. I think you know Leon Cameron's had you know somewhat of a break this year, and I think that's really really important. Um, look whether he wants to dive back into senior coaching or assistant coaching and, and coding and, and, and developing players. I think he actually really needs a rest. I think it's been a hard few years with obviously changes to the soft cap, um, you know, restriction on. I suppose, resources, which, you know, when you're a club trying to clamber up the ladder, that does have an impact. Um, and then, you know, hubs and, and these things. So it's certainly been a full-on period to be a senior coach because in that COVID period, you, you really became the very much more the figurehead because of the, the real change dynamic that occurred. Great to have you on, Alistair. really appreciate it. Uh, Alistair Nicholson, the AFL Coaches Association CEO. Before I let you go, the, the, the lifting of the soft cap, the raising of the soft cap, uh, the players are going to get a, a big pay rise soon. Do you think coaches will now all of a sudden, or how are we going to help the coaches out? Is there going to be more for the assistants? Is there going to be a situation where senior coaches are going to head to the two million range? Oh, look, I think, you know, increasing the soft cap is a really important um, part of the industry's discussion next year. Um, I think there's a a raise of sort of 250 scripted in, 250,000, and I think it, that needs to be more. And I think assistant coaches and, and having good senior experience assistant coaches is a really important level. Um, so I think there's remuneration levels for them that need to be looked at. And then more development staff. I think the number of plays is the same, the number of games is the same, um, and that's an area that was really cut down and with, as you've seen, with the pressure on senior coaches, you really need that development coming through because, you know, half a season effectively in Brett's situation was was uh, what the was an issue. Uh, so you just need that development coming through. So yeah, I do think that the soft cap and coaching resources is really important next year. Do you think we'll get to a stage where half or a third or a quarter of the senior coaches' wages outside of that cap? Look, that's something that we uh, we pushed, and more so just to be able to get some more funding into the cap. 
Um, I think it's a mechanism that uh, was run past the clubs and sort of was rejected mid-year this year. But I do think um, it's something that needs to, to be considered because you're effectively penalising a, a club or a coach that's been successful um, because you're, you're then meaning that your football department is not resourced as much as it could be. So, look, I, I do think that we want the mentality is if you are successful, then you should be able to to be able to, to earn what you can earn and still have a good coaching team because we can see how cutthroat it is when it doesn't work. So I, I do think that's something we should look at it, yeah. Great to have you, Alistair. I really appreciate your time. So uh, on a difficult day for you, I'll let you continue to make those phone calls. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks very much. Alistair Nicholson, the AFL Coaches Association CEO on the day that St Kilda announced the sacking of coach Brett Ratton. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.